Well, hello, everybody. You're listening to Woodworkers Podcast. I'm Ben Brunick. I've got Ramon Valdez and Philip Morley again here this afternoon. How are you guys doing? Yeah, man. Doing good. Doing good, man. Awesome. So, uh, it's, uh, it's just us three um, for, the, for the episode. How <laughs> oh, boring. <laughs> oh, you boy. sound disappointed. <laughs> instead of the usual full. Uh, instead, of, instead of having a guest on. Ramon, you've been working on the bedroom set. Um, yeah, let's see. What cool. else have I been doing? I cleaned my shop, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so I've there got that go. going for me, and and then I got it dirty again. Did you, yeah, do, that the, did you do that at the, for, for the end of the year, or was that something that... <laughs> yeah, I clean once a year, whether it needs it or not. Clean once a year? It takes a shower, too. <laughs> so, yeah, the, come on, Phil. Why do you have to call me out on everything, you snarky fellow? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Uh yeah, the finish I finished the uh the walnut and mahogany dresser and nightstands. It came out fabulous. Oh, oh they're I say done, so huh? myself. They're done, yeah. Nice. Um so I have a buddy, his name's Kevin Kelly, he's an incredible woodworker, and I don't know why, but he's not on IG. So he's gonna help me move the pieces um so I can get some glamour shots of them. Uh so that's why I still have them. I haven't delivered them. And plus the customers, they added uh, a, like a large floating shelf. And, um, you know, I started this footboard bench that they wanted. So it's, a, it's like a oh, seating cool. bench at the foot of the bed, right? Footboard bench. Right, right, right. And also a large 40 by 70 mirror and all that's going to match the design. Um, so Dang. finally getting back onto that because I had taken a little time off to make some domino docks. <laughs> Did I mention Domino Docs? <laughs> so I made Domino a little, like a medium-sized batch, uh, about 40, 25 of the DF500, about 15 of the uh, XL700. So those have been going out the door again. And um, That's yeah. so cool. That's awesome, man. Uh, did a few, a couple of uh, small marketry commissions. So a guy on Instagram, he goes by Retired With Wood. His name's Tim Fuller. Yeah. yeah, he's building a um, crib, I believe, for his granddaughter, Rose. And so I did this rose. Uh, first time I've ever done a rose. But we did it with dyed veneer. I did it with dyed veneer, some reddish pink veneer and some green and came out pretty cool. Super excited to see that. Uh, it's always funny when I finish a marketry commission like that, I send it off rough. So I don't even get the glue off because I don't want to do anything oh, to yeah. the face of it because it'll reduce some of the shading uh you know what i mean the more you sand it the more shading is going to go disappear so i sent it off to him so it's always exciting to see um you know when he gets it finished and with the finish on it and all that so that was pretty cool then i did yeah. another one for a guy um you guys might know him he goes by Phil, he's really good Phil something or not he's really good one of the best out there man. <laughs> yeah he's, he's pretty snarky but uh He's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, and I was a little disappointed. I got to tell you that that uh, tone in Haas, it really needed four birds. So, if if you're listening, don't know what we're talking about. Oh yeah. You yeah, explain yeah. it, Phil. That's it's this is your baby, actually. Uh, well, the 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 tone in house brand is not mine. That's a, a gentleman I'm working with who who reached out to me and said I want you know a. A record console, kind of like the 60s German uh, consoles um, to kind of embody that style and look, 
but built with with you know integrity and and just you know you know good craftsmanship and stuff so he did the the, the branding is Tonnen House and of course I was like hey Ramon can do this so this is the second one but the first one had was it three it was birds four. <clears throat> it was four uh, no, I'm kidding it was four I birds believe but so. Ramon charges a thousand dollars a bird <laughs> I'm charged by the feather so <laughs> So so we were like, let's just do one big fat kind of ugly bird. It doesn't have to be super detailed. Twenty dollars is my budget. And he said, I got you, brother. No, it, we I don't know duck. why he if that that was that was totally didn't die. That was totally up to him. So there there's songbirds. Um and he, he just reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, let's just do the one bird. Um, I think that the first one went to the gentleman that really, he, he just basically gave us free range. He's like, I just want this combo. I want you and Phil to, to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think we told him the price at the time. We just, we just did it and then, you know, sent him the bill. And so he, he's got the one-off, you know, like the unique one-off. And I guess the, the, the rest of them will have the one bird. Um, I think he thought he was getting too busy, but honestly, I liked. I thought the three, four birds, I thought it looked great. Yeah, so, I think they'll, they'll both so look Ramon, good. Ramon, they both look yeah. fantastic. Ramon knocked it out of the park. Um, I've got to get it in on the cabinet so it can get out uh, pretty soon. That was a lot of fun. I would yeah. like to do more of those. I mean, you know, I've done a few name tags for different people to put on their badge, right. um, just their name or whatever. But uh, logos would be cool. All you that. Like, that would, you I like straight lines, that. right? I like perfectly straight, straight lines that are cut with a <laughs> tiny little blade. <laughs> it's super easy to do. Yeah, super easy. So easy. Yeah, it's, it's it, you know, I didn't make, I didn't realize that since I don't do marketry, but as soon as that first time I actually do it, you're like, man, straight lines is a nightmare. I was like, that, that makes sense. A tiny yeah. little blade gets usually, in the, Usually it's abstract. Yeah. You know? so it doesn't a matter. A tiny little blade right? gets in the it's soft like, grain and it, that's what it wants to follow, a path of least resistance, right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Especially, yeah. especially if you're dealing with big variants between early wood and late wood. Yeah. Soft and early yeah. and late wood is a better way to describe did it. You, did you... Did you say early wood? Early wood. <laughs> yeah. All First right. thing in the morning, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. How many kids do you have? You know. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> that's, that's anyway, <laughs> oh, something else I've been doing. So I started doing. Um, I haven't really announced this officially, but I've been doing some consultation. So yeah, this guy, I've known him for quite a while on IG. He goes by, I believe he's from Pennsylvania. His name is Benjamin Shea. I think on Instagram, he goes by O'Shea Woodworks. Fantastic furniture builder. He built some really beautiful stuff. And he approached me about some... So he gets he gets approached by designers and interior decorators and contractors. Right. And recently, he was asked to bid on some uh, a large book, actually, uh, display cases. and But they were going to be clad with Formica. And he says, kind of out of my wheelhouse. You know, he's been he does like solid wood furniture, this and that. So he reached out to me and uh, we agreed on an hourly rate and I helped him bid the job and he ends up getting it. Uh, so I drew the plans based off this perspective drawing uh, rendering from the architect. And then I created his parts list and um, then I made a, a number of videos that went over the drawings and the parts list um, oh, cool. addressing as many snags <clears throat> and potentially problematic areas that I thought he might have. 
uh, you know, a few phone calls and texts back and forth. And the crazy thing That's is he cool. had this like five days to do this. I And I told him, I said, you know what? If we do this, I'm going to be committed to it. And so if you have a problem, call me. I'm going to be watching my phone. And I see you calling. I'll answer it. Because he had like five days to get the material and get this thing built and done and delivered. It was crazy. Dang. And I thought, man, I wouldn't want to do that with the experience I have. Which from right. But he knocked it out of the park, man. He got it done. I guess they had some, him and his guy, they had some pretty late nights. Because there for a while, I thought, man, I'm going to be getting called at 3 or 4 in the morning. I'm like, hey, what's going on? With this? I got a problem. 3 you know? or 4 in the morning. But Holy he did. And he, uh, he, he nailed it, man. And he was super happy. And so, so that was kind of cool. I would like to do more of that consultation. Yeah, they put that on your website. Yeah, you know, a lot of conversation. Just pay. different, different projects. Cool. Well, something like that, you know, Formica. I've been, and it's really interesting, you know, telling right. somebody how to work with Formica, and you don't really think of the problems that they could have because if it's something you've been doing for a long time, you don't really remember those those right. snags or pitfalls. You know what I mean? You can't teach what you already know. Wait, no, how's that saying go? <laughs> I've forgotten more than you'll ever learn. <laughs> no, but but it is true. It's like you totally forget, you know, because it's just it comes naturally to you. You've done it so yeah, many so times. After he got done, you know? we talked a lot about it, and I'm like, God, I wish I would have told you that. I didn't even think about it, but he figured right. out a lot of stuff. I was super, super. I was proud of what he accomplished, and I was uh, I was impressed that he was able to do that for not ever working with it. So. Okay. And it was like a high gloss done. laminate. Five days. Laminate. I mean, high gloss. Oh, it's the worst you can. Cow. And then he had some radiuses to do. I'm like, dude, really? You're gonna start out doing from like doing curved work. That's awesome. Yeah. But he did it, man. It was it was great. So yeah, that was. Uh... That's oh, oh that's oh, cool, wait, man. Wait, wait, and this is really oh, exciting. Wait for it. Wait <laughs> so for it. So currently, I'm waiting on my last revised and edited copy of tricks of the trade i just put quotes in the air uh my it's my first of a series of ebooks right i've been talking about it for for a while so these ebooks will have video uh it's been a very long road and uh, my beautiful and amazing friends suzanne and cindy they create a local magazine here and so they helped me um uh, get that going so i'm just waiting on this last revised edition and then we'll launch this first uh, it'll probably be, I don't know, I'm assuming maybe six or seven in this series. So this first one's going to be volume one, Tricks of the Trade. So, no. yeah, super cool. excited. <laughs> heck, heck yeah, mm -hmm. that's awesome, man. That's fun, fun, fun. Lots, lots of different little avenues, yep, right? That's right. Uh, bringing, bringing some of that money and let you, let you do what you want to do in sure your shop. Are. That's kind of that's what it's hey, about. I got a quick, I've got that's a pretty... quick question, Ramon. Uh, <clears throat> the dyed veneer, where'd you source it? What was your source for the dive veneer? It was a guy that goes by Wood River. Let's see. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's, it's the thickest dyed veneer that I could find. It's hard to find the, the thick stuff. And that's about a, a 0.8 or 0.9, nearly a millimeter. So, so about that, a 30 second. So I it think, seems thin, but in um, yeah. marketry terminology, that's actually quite substantial. I think it's called yeah. Wood River Veneer. Wood River Veneer. Okay. Super, super cool guy. Very helpful. I'll, I'll double working. check that and I can, I can let you know. Okay. I've been working with, or I've been looking at, um, I got a recommendation for, for dyed veneer. I think it's dyedveneer.com. 
Oh wow! I think, but anyway, they they've got both <clears throat> thinner and like point uh, six and point nine, I think something mm-hmm. around that. Yeah. Um. But 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 um, I, I got that recommendation from my friend Troy Downey, who does custom pool cues. Uh, oh, where, yeah. where I worked at before, because they use in, in the pool cues uh, the inlays in those. There's a lot of dyed veneer um, that gets used in you know making those. Like the edge, like the edge of the veneer. Yeah, is what so you like see? the points, you know, like yeah. the, the 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 points that you'll see coming up from the the butt right. sleeve on the on you know on the forearm and on the butt of the of the cue. They'll be mm-hmm. they'll, right. they'll be stack layers, and then also like making cool. rings. There'll be stack layers, um, different. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that, I mean, yeah, the yeah, that's cool. Are really, I mean, the stuff that they do is just amazing work. But I was talking to him because I've got a couple of things that I'm contemplating doing that incorporate some of the dive veneers. And I think yeah, that's something you that know, not everybody knows about, so it's kind of good to don't don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> there it's was just, a time nice to... when when I thought guide veneers were, were just blasphemy. You know, if you were doing marketry, because oh no, you, you uh, know, I even had my early hashtags on some of the. I, if you were to scroll down fifteen hundred <laughs> posts, <laughs> you would see some of my early marketry, and my hashtags are you know no paint, no stain, no dye. But yeah. I've changed my mind because I've done a, a few pieces with with the dyed veneers. And they're so dynamic and beautiful, and they stay that way. You know, they stay. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, it's color fast. Um, they don't they oxidize. Don't, yeah, they don't like... patina to. Uh, yeah. um, right. But I, I still like both. You know, I, I see marketry that's right, right. just strictly the pure colors um, um, of the natural colors of the veneer, and it looks great as well. But yeah, that veneer like, is pretty yeah. cool. It's a just like, whole just different like... palette. Yeah, just like anything else. I mean, there is no like answer for everything. Yeah, that's you not know. right or wrong. You know, it's not so. just black and white. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> no, it's it's red and yeah. yellow and pink. Yeah, that's pretty. cool. And I'm not really yeah. sure what yeah. they use for that. Maybe sycamore or poplar. What, what do they no, use they, for dyed veneer? S- sycamore, poplar, anagray, lacewood. It it depends on what the what, what you're textual. what you're looking for. I mean, there's. There's right, dyed right. like lacewood that's got all the ray flecking. Oh in it, yeah, but really I mean, cool. just the general colors. The I, oh, I guess it would be different species. The, yeah, the normal stuff is is probably poplar, sycamore, and rosewood, dyed rosewood, rosewood, dyed rosewood, <laughs> <laughs> rosewood, <laughs> bleached yeah. ebony, yeah. bleached ebony. Yeah. Right so, on. so, so, what is this? What do you wanted to do with this, Ben? I've just got some like pattern patterns that i'd like to do that i'm like uh parquetry type stuff uh, not necessarily like no not really like parquetry just um marquetry using some of the straight grained um you know that's one of the reasons why i got some of this extra cherry um that i needed for this tabletop and one of the reasons why this tabletop was pretty attractive to me was to was to make was to get like veneer seaming down um like know that i've right. really got it on a larger format and right. um, and then I have some of this straight grain extra stuff. straight grain veneer that sure. I can do a couple of things that I'm you know I've got kind of in my head that I think would be interesting that I haven't seen I haven't seen right. anybody else do 
Oh, it's been done. Well, it's been done. Shit. Sorry, everything has been. Sorry, done. <laughs> that's a mess with you. But it's just. Been... I, I did. I did that. I did that last week. You didn't. You didn't see my video. <laughs> I just. So this uh, veneer came from Certainly Wood. Yeah, yeah. I, I got yeah, the stuff from nice. Certainly Wood and and showed that. Um, just to, sh- I showed that on on Instagram just to show it and to, and to you know promote certainly would i mean there's there's so other awesome would yeah yeah they've been doing it for so yeah. long um Dan and there's and there's all those guys I, you you know what you need ben is sorry to interrupt you need a, a veneer oh. stitcher <laughs> mm. i was looking and a guillotine yeah like yeah awesome yeah it'd be it'd be nice i mean you see the veneer stitchers they're like a sewing machine you know that send the parts right and stitch everything together but yeah it's, it's well it's so cool. since you're talking tell okay. us how did you see what, what's your well technique? i've been so i've been using i haven't i guess i haven't gotten to the point where i can where i've like videoed i don't know videoed yourself doing right. that it's always such a weird thing i got right. an iphone propped up on a ladder to record <laughs> what i'm doing um you, you, but, need, you need to get a a real camera yeah i suppose <laughs> um so i'm just i'm stuff together i kind of use some things that i had that i've done in the past like table saw uh, no i'm using a i'm using a track saw to to, no, to, do, my, saw, to yeah. do my seam work and but i'm using a, a makita track saw that's mm-hmm. cordless that just just nice. does such a nice job i've got a festool too but it's that big that 75 Mm-hmm. That larger, yeah. larger one, and it does great on like cutting inch and three quarter or two and a quarter doors down. Um, but I, it doesn't seem to do as good of a job with veneers. This saw, yeah, I, I tried it with veneer. Try to stack it in between two pieces of uh, three quarter MDF, and I have the big guy with the fine blade, and it just didn't. Just, it, it, it just didn't seem like it, it nailed it, you know. Like I was like, "Huh, it's kind of interesting." Yeah, that's the that's the uh, but... that's the take that I've had on it too. And and because the Makita, it's a thinner blade, like a thinner curved blade. It just right. does such a nice job with that with that veneer, and it's cordless. And I don't use the vacuum. Yeah, that's nice. So there's nothing that catches. So it's a, you know because you're dealing with something that you're looking to have a, a you know it's a joint. So you want that? Yeah, you want it. that cut to be as good as you can make it. And anytime you stop or stall or anything catches, you know that's <laughs> that's going to cause a problem. Yep. Step um, on the cord halfway through. Yeah, step <laughs> on the cord, have it catch on the corner of the table, have those stinking ribs of the of the uh, hose catch on the edge of the table. Yeah. You know, index. I hate uh, that. Yeah. That's never. I do. I do have my my shape of origin. Like the shape of origin, I'll be going. I'm like, it's going great, and I'm like, I feel a little resistance. I'm like, huh? And it's like, Ooh, it releases, and it's a freaking hose. I'm like, God dang it! It's like, yeah. yeah. Now that now yeah. I think the hoses are all sheathed. I think so that they so are. I, yeah. I, you know, I don't have a new one. So so you're you're sandwiching it. Is that what you're doing? As far as sandwiching the the, the semen, the yeah, veneers. I'm, you'd use a, I'm, I'm yeah. putting I'm so I'm stacking doing? the veneers on top of a piece of pink foam. You know, so right. I'm cutting down into that into that foam, and then I'm just using right. the guide rail on top of it to hold it down. Mm. Um, oh wow! So nice. it's like a zero clearance. Yeah, it's it's zero yeah. on on top and bottom on top, because yeah. the because the foam, you know, well, there really the isn't. Yeah, it really don't. 
need much on the bottom, but on the top. Right. And and the other nice thing about the Makita is is that those tracks are so much they're, they're considerably less money than like a Festool track. Um, so right. A, so the, the length. Yeah. So I've got a four foot or whatever comes with the saw that's meant for cross cutting. You know that that cross cuts a four four foot you know four by eight sheet. But then right. I've also got one that that does a full eight foot length. So I don't know what the length is. It hangs over eight feet. Right. It's it's like it's, 10, it's an extra like ten feet maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit right. less. But that's right, so you don't right. so I don't have two tracks like joined together. And I've got one that's a cross cut and one that's a a full rip. rip. Yeah. And man, that's that saw just works so good. It just slides so well and. That's cool to yeah. That's and nice so that's to, to know. that's uh, seam ready right off that saw. Yeah, and so I'm able to just take five pieces because it's going to be a three foot wide table, and I'm going to do so. I got you know seven and a quarter would be the width that would get you what thirty six and a quarter. And I think and a quarter inches. So I'll have that little bit of you know eighth inch on both sides, but I'm able to stack those up and just trim all five of them to seven and a quarter, and they're ready to be seamed up. And then seam them up with with tape, uh, doing the blue tape stitching on the backside, right? Mm -hmm. Putting that full across the across the seam, and then the full length, right, right. And then pushing that down with a with a hammer. There you go. Which is, uh, I'm stealing a couple of things from Darren Oates. You know, he had a couple of nice posts. Hinge that open. Use my little glue bottle that came with my my marquetry kit from Ramon Valdez. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That glue's still good. Yeah. Well, the bottle, the bottle's still good. The bottle's still good. It's been filled yeah. up a couple of times. But just throw a real light little, um, just enough to fill, you know, you've got that hinged over the over the edge of your bench, you know, so it opens up that hinge, the, the piece. Yep. Throw that little bit of glue in there and then put it up on the table and take a putty knife and scrape off the excess glue. Right mm-hmm. away, yeah. But then the trick, and this is what I stole from Darren, was to take a hundred grit or hundred and twenty grit sandpaper and sand the whole joint. Oh, I saw that. Right. Yeah, that was pretty smart. Whilst it's still a little while wet. It's, while while it's, it's wet, wet, so it gets rid of any excess glue that's was left over after scraping it off the putty knife. But then it also, it also, you know, any fills. micro, any micro little gap right. gets, you know, that there's wet glue there in your packing that with sawdust which right. really pretty, isn't killer yeah and it, so i don't that have gets... the i don't have the micro um gap problem but still <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying if there, if if there I, is a fucking butcher <laughs> totally kidding that is throw... that is smart and that guy yeah. would know about uh, yeah oh shit yeah he's scenes. yeah it's amazing when it's thicker than there and again it depends on the how wide you're doing but like doing that, you piano it out, you put the little glue, and then you put it up on your, you, you, you seam it again, put it on your bench, and then prop some uh, like two by fours underneath it, so it bellies it. Hmm. And so you do it on the edges, so then it's pinching the seam the, the top tight. Side. Yeah. yeah, and you just kind of, then you walk away, well, but, I, but yeah, that's, I, that's What cool. I ended up doing is, is after I scraped that glue off and then sanded that seam just a little bit, you know, it's just enough to get rid of any residual glue. You'll see right. it kind of, ball, kind of roll up and and mm-hmm. get completely clear then put another piece of tape over the top of that right. you know just just over the seam and then rub that thing hard with the with the, with the, with hammer. the hammer with the face of the hammer you know just to kind of make sure everything's getting seated down waffle head yeah waffle head <laughs> <A> framing hammer 
<laughs> but then take up eight foot lengths of, of um, ply that are coming off that came off of what will be the substrate. I throw that over the top and I got a couple of buckets, a couple of five gallon pails that I put some water in with a lid and I just, just, I just throw them up on top of that of that plywood and it weight, weight it down and it weights it down. You weight it down for, you know, 15 minutes while you're doing the seam, doing the next scene, nice. you know, on the other side of the table and you just work back and forth. And next thing you know, you got the whole thing glued up and you don't have any tape. You know, you take, once everything's dry, you pull the tape off and it's just a, a big sheet that's all put together. Right. You don't have to yeah, worry that's, about that's cool. it's it's cool working with um substantial thick <clears throat> veneer and you can make yes. sheets like that and they're just yeah. uh, pretty easy to handle. Makes a makes a big difference. You don't have to dick around with, with the tape afterwards. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing I don't like about the blue tape. I started using but... that um oh some I had got a roll of blue tape one time and I thought they were the same, but it's it has writing on it and of course there's all different yeah. tackiness. So this one's like a real right. low tack, and it works awesome in a vacuum bag because it peels right off. It peels the regular off. Yeah, that... tape, you'll have to take heat to it sometimes, but right or take it out in like twenty minutes. But yeah, like it, it, it can be a pain. But I I, I use the regular stuff because I like the fact it has the the grip the right yeah. amount of um, tack. Yeah, because you can pull on it and pull definitely with thicker stuff, and not that you should have to really be pulling that tight. The oh, seams should I'm, come together, I'm, but you can oh. pull on it with a a little brush, you know, like wire. Oh brush, yeah, I've seen that too. Plastic. I like using a roller. That, I, I like think using a metal roller. Yeah, roller. Craig, Craig Thibodeau, I know he does that a lot. But the heat, that's I saw Craig do that. He takes that and just gives it, just hits it real quick, and it man, it really does help. Just pulls right mm -hmm. off. But, all those things do. but yeah that's, that's cool a, man that's that's fun good, get that down yeah it works great and it's that stuff is they called it one one eighteenth so it's it's one one point four millimeter one sixteenth is one point five mil and this stuff is just no, just yeah, a sure. hair underneath that I don't that's know that's pretty good size yeah yeah cola sixteenth like <laughs> yeah I think they just they yeah. do that in case people are you know, mark marketry work or one eighteenth and a half. <laughs> yeah, one eighteen. How was the how's the knife marks on it? The knife marks on what? The, on the, the slicing. I don't. It's the there slicing is, marks. There isn't any knife marks. It's clean. It's good. Oh, I, I've, every now and then it's a hit and yeah. miss. Like I'll get walnut and I'm like, holy cow, what's the point of getting a thick walnut if I'm gonna have to sand it down so much to get rid of these <laughs> damn marks? And I'll, I'll speak to them and they're like, yeah, it may have just been. You know, just that batch, or and they're super nice and helpful. Sure. I've I've used them for get, I don't know, fifteen, 15 yeah, years or something. But they they've been around for a long time. Oh yeah, uh, good good company. I only had one time I called them, and I you know I'm sure they get a lot of newbies, right? And they're kind of like, oh god. And I asked, I was like, I, you know, I understand. I'm I'm calling for some rift sawn walnut. And I know, like I was saying, ideally seven inches wide, which I know that's not like an easy thing to come by. And the, the answer he gave me, I forgot what it was. He's like, that's, you know, basically like, that's ridiculous. Like, no, we don't carry that. And I'm like, on his website, I'm like, well, you have it right here. And he's like, that's quarter sawn. I'm like, well, I mean, don't give me shit about it. On your thing, it says rift to quarter. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I'm wanting. And I was like, oh, the, you have like some big old boards of plain sawn. And down the sides, you have like this really wide rift down the edges, you know. And 
I was like, I'm not asking for you to just send me like perfect corazon. It was funny. He was kind of, he probably had a bad day, <laughs> but, but he hooked me up and we got some beautiful stuff. That's that record console. Oh, that's true. Oh, certainly mm, would. Certainly. Yeah. There's certainly, just a lot of things. Certainly. There's a lot of certainly. things that you can do with that stuff that, oh, uh, yeah. and I, you know, resawing, I can resaw, you know, and, and get beautiful. You resaw the veneer? What's that? The six, no, you resaw no, that 16 no. veneer? What? Oh, I'm saying I, I can't, I can resaw. <laughs> Normally that is what I do, but um, that's on like doors Dude. and stuff like that where I want something thicker. You, you can't, I'm, right. I'm not going to go to certainly wood and, and order eighth inch um, veneer skins because they're going to have to put that in a crate and ship it to me it, it's oh. not caught right. they can't roll up eighth inch <laughs> veneer um so god that would, that would knock you yeah. out right trying to unroll that <laughs> that 16 that 16 is a liability yeah, right there. that 16 <laughs> enough once you cut that thing loose you yeah, go to catch it and it cracks in half yeah. you, you never get it back in that same no, box i know um but even if i could reset i can't get a hold of a of a cherry board a board like yeah, there's yeah no, exactly there's a, a, you know a, a nine inch wide no chance yeah. quartered or rift piece of cherry that's just you know to, to get a sequential match i can't it's it it certainly is in my best interest to, to get something from like certainly what you can just get, oh, get yeah. material from them that you can't you can't get your hands on yeah um, all their stuff otherwise. is beautiful yeah yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really clean. Yeah. Right. Pretty, pretty sweet. All the good lugs. Yep, everything. All really the good, good stuff goes there. That's for sure. Speaking of good stuff, Ramon, you want to do the uh, the sponsorship? Here? Yes. So this Woodworkers Podcast is brought to you by Maverick Abrasives, your one stop shop for all abrasives. They have sanding belts, tons of different lengths, width, and grit sizes. Sanding discs, again, huge selection of grit sizes. Disc sizes and hole patterns including festool hole pattern also they have loose sheet sandpaper they have fantastic prices and free shipping on orders of $200 or more they're on Instagram at Maverick Abrasives and on the web MaverickAbrasives.com Abrasives for metalworking and in the woodworking shop Maverick Abrasives from our shop to yours Philip I've been watching your that skull box holy crap man that uh, uh, light off more than you wanted to there let's not talk about that huh? <laughs> <clears throat> no it's typical fashion you have to make 10 of those like, or 11 of those 20 <laughs> 20 <laughs> I'll make it, cool. I'm making two oh, I appreciate it it's um it's it's fun it's, it's just you know it's something that little it's it's kind of crazy just how much uh, thought has to go into it and um, and and just yeah, all the little details, sort of wires and LEDs and the driver, and um, so kind of figuring all that out. But it's it's good, uh, you know. These days, I don't get to just work in my shop like I used to. I'm just real focused, ten hour days. Um, it's it's a little more scattered, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But but that kind of allows me to be able to do these crazy jobs um you know the guy's paying pretty good but yeah it's it's <laughs> i don't want to know what the hours probably are that you know they're probably not as bad as i think they are because i'm not in the shop doing like solid eight hours every no, day it's worse or, because you know, you're 10 hours i know well, there is that it's just starting and stopping and the momentum gets but i also work on like 
you know, a few other jobs at the same time so I can just kind of keep things moving forward. I don't know if that's good or oh, bad. Oh, here, it tends to work Here's a suggestion. Well. Stay off of Instagram. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm one to dock. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely better at it um, than I used to be for sure. I uh, can always, always get a little better still to come uh, as far as controlling that. Um, but it's good. Uh, it's, it's going well. Getting pretty close. Um, got all the drawers glued up. Really loving the different unique things that you're doing with the Shaper Origin. That's oh man, that's God. been that's been sweet. And you know, the, the more you know, it, the thing with that is like a, a dumbass like myself can use it. It's pretty. That's that's kind of talks a lot for it because. And that stuff, I'll do it, and I even post it. You know, I'm like, I think I'm doing this right. It worked. It's, you know, hey. And then, you know, the the guys at Shape are like, hey, so if you do this, this, and this, and this, then that solves that. I'm like, shut the heck up. I was like, what? You know, it's 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 something I'm still learning, and um, I, I like the feedback I'm getting. Again, a lot of people <clears throat> sending DMs and and just saying, hey, you convinced me to get yeah, one. Yeah, that's awesome because because of the way you're using it and not in that typical fashion right everyone's got a cnc nowadays but you know just because you have a cnc doesn't mean you know how to use it that there's there's very few people that to me that are doing really awesome stuff with cncs a lot of it's if you i mean it's fine if you're doing signs and whatever but a lot of it's more um you know diy i'm going to make a plywood chair and you know very simple but this this is why i wanted to shape and i don't get paid or sponsored by them or anything um but it was for this exact application where I needed the precision. It saves me from having to, you know, yes, I use it for templates, but what I'm getting into now more, the more I'm getting comfortable with it is just laying out those little grooves for the wire mm-hmm. chase, like going down, a, you know, three sixteenths, eighth inch wide, and then they get capped so that the next groove above is a sixteenth deep by a quarter inch wide. I can do all that with guy bushings and templates and, you know, that kind of jazz, but it would take me a lot longer. I was thinking about it's, that. I thought, okay, how, how would I it, do that? That would be a challenge right. to be that accurate. Yeah. You know, and it, and it's like, it's it's not that you couldn't do it. Like, we've all been there and done that. But, yeah, you know, you'd be making MDF templates and you'd be laying out, you know, your, your guide five-eighths or whatever guy bushing you want to use and changing bits and <clears throat> doing all that jazz. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I started looking at making a template and I was like, you know what, let me just chuck this thing down on the table and put the origin on top of it. And you can, you can basically ping the origin um, along two edges. Mm-hmm. Um, so the front edge and then, and then, you know, the left side and then make a grid. And so it radiates out. You can tell it half inch grid, eighth inch grid, whatever the heck you want. And it will radiate out from that corner. So if you have a piece that's 12 inch by 12 inch, and you have a design that you want it to start from the center out, you just, you go six by six. You just move it until it, it, it locates it. You pick the anchor point. And so you're, I'm, I'm picking the center anchor point and place it and boom, it's just, it's there. It knows there. where it's at. It's freaking, <clears throat> knows where it's at. And then I can cut, and then I went ahead and cut the actual infill pieces to fit it with the little eighth inch radius corners and, um, Pretty freaking, pretty cool. Uh, and, and I'm forcing myself to learn it. It's like, it's there, uh, you know, it's it's an investment. And the more you use it, the more you're, to, you're going to buy to this. use it. You're gonna exactly. Yeah. But to cut those those lines or those grooves that are straight and then to come back and cut another one right in it, I mean, 
and then the holes for the wire. That's, cool. that's all. <clears throat> yeah, that's yep. cool. Without having to yep. change bits or change <laughs> templates or yeah, change routers and, and that's templates. That's impressive. And where where you get into that situation with templates, when you have all these grooves intersecting in the middle, then you have to make, you know, if you've got four of them coming in, you can't do all four with guide bushings because they take up too much room and leave nothing in the middle, right? Because everything's too close, they run into each other. So then your template falls apart. Oh, good point. So you you would typically use you do you know you do like a Opposite two of them and then. Another template, yeah, and then, and then it locates some of like location pins on top of that one, and then you can do the other two. And that's the situation. I, I got into that with a part of it. I was like, shit, just, just put the actual shape on top of it and, and cut it and just and be then, done. Then, it's a little, a little scary. <laughs> and then to be comfortable, comfortable enough to do it just on i mean you you've got yeah. you are vested into that part I mean, <laughs> right for something uh, to oh, go man. south <laughs> on that would be ugly with I the park tree on I the know. other well, side you know, oh god it would have sucked it would have sucked so bad but then i it was so fun i made the little i had to cut out the the hole in the bottom part for the driver the led driver that's going to go in there and i found a driver that it is ridiculous like it just fits it's it's kind of nuts um if it was if it was like five mil bigger it wouldn't fit it was ridiculous um but i got it and i was like oh i need to make a little lid and and put some magnets and groove it and it's like it, it was super cool just to be able to do all magnets. that it takes a little bit of time magnets Ma baby i invented magnets magnets, um... <laughs> magnets are for dummies but but it's it's getting there i need to <clears throat> I'm looking around in my shop because I can't remember. Did you find the little angle? Did anybody reach out about the the angled little ferrules? Oh yeah, the little little LED holder things. Um, yes, uh, a gentleman I'm talking with right now uh, is is thinking about machining them for me. So I'm, I'm waiting to hear back from him. Hopefully today. The power um, of Instagram. You know, it's one of these. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty freaking awesome. It's one of these deals that, you know, I've, I've probably got. You know, this client may not. I mean, he's been a, he's a good client, and he may not have been asking for everything I'm doing. He didn't ask for parquetry. I didn't ask him if I could do parquetry. I just mm -hmm. you know, I did it. It's what I wanted to do. But so sometimes, because people ask a lot, they're like, "Man, how much this piece costs?" And, and and I always kind of just want to say, "Don't worry about how much you're going to get like, don't... more than." Well, and and don't try to judge your work from my work, and I shouldn't judge my work from your work. It's just <clears throat> it gets you in a bad place because <clears throat> you start getting disgruntled because you're like well this guy's getting this much for mm -hmm. this and you know I should charge this it's like well that guy may be more invested than you he may have more time in the game or maybe not and he's just got a name and he can get that money so just I just feel like it does no good asking other furniture makers what they're mm -hmm. charging um, you, just, you just need to figure out what you need to charge and, and move on and, and lose money and then you know, charge more and move on and and just keep keep working that price um, and, and don't undersell yourself. But and I'm not a best business person, but also to me, adding these elements that may not make financial sense doesn't matter to me as much because it's this is why I'm doing this. Like it's not I can make more money doing something else. Um, but I found just over my short little journey is I throw that little park tree in that and man, this client. You know they're just so responsive to it and the next job that comes through you're getting more and you've got a client for life and 
Uh, Plus, so you love doing it. I mean, works, works back around. Exactly. That's that's the thing. Um, I I don't want to do just mundane mm-hmm. stuff. Um, that's that's not why I got into this. But we'll see. Give, give me a few years. And I'm maybe working <laughs> production shop, like IKEA, <laughs> uh, IKEA. I'll say. But um, it's almost ready today. Uh, I'll probably start spraying some stuff. I glued it up with that that uh, epoxy. Oh yeah, the Epotex Epo- or whatever that is. Epotype. Who, who yeah, makes that? Epo. Yeah. Epotype. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who sells that? Epotech. Epotech. <laughs> Where do you get that from? Epotech. Epotech. Uh, I actually got it. I got it off the back of a lorry. Um, yeah, it's hard to find this stuff. Someone I think left a comment on my post. Just kind of reaching out so to other selling people, it on eBay, um, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Hey, I'm ordering a bunch. I ordered extra on eBay. If someone yeah. wants to, you know, I would like jump in on it. You got that information <clears throat> from that came Tim, from Rus- was it? Rus- Tim, Tim, yeah, Tim yeah. yeah. the center of furniture yeah. craftsmanship. So, what do you like? Yeah, about it? what's the well, so the appeal, I mean, like Tim was saying, and, and Leslie used it, and Alex, uh, who assists my class, which I, I taught last night too, so it's freaking whooped. But um, it's the open time, and and the fact it's 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 almost like a it's a lubricant. I mean, it you know, like typically you do a mortise and a tenon, you want to get that nice fit, right? It's all about that long grain to long grain. That's what makes it strong. Um, but as soon as you add regular PVA, like, like regular yellow glue. It swells the fibers, the the moisture, the your, water in it. And your it's like, beautiful fitting tendons are now. Yeah, now now it's like go get the big clamp and you know get it together. And I I've never had issues. I, I work in an air conditioned shop. I do things, you know, pretty smart as smart as I can. I'm not trying to glue up an entire assembly at once. It's like you know pre assemblies, blah blah blah. And I've got some pretty big clamps, so kind of get after it. Um, but this time I was like, you know what, this makes sense because I've got all these frames that are coming together and it all has to happen at the same time. There really isn't a pre- pre-assembly. Uh, there really isn't a pre-assembly because if you mess up that first pre-assembly, <clears throat> everything else yeah. is messed up. And so how it works is just it's a cube and they're all coming together, the sides and, and the seams you push in. It's like, oh, that's up. Let me push that down. Okay, that's perfect. All right, let me work that corner. There it is. Tape, tape, tape. But you could, I mean, I came back like two hours later and, and messed with it. So I was like, oh, should I mess with that? And I was like, let me just see if it'll go. I put a clamp on it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, boom, that's perfect. And then tape it. So it's nice for that, but then that's also kind of a bit of a downside because <laughs> you want to get it sweet and, and everything's looking good and it's like done. Don't look at it. It's finished. But with this stuff, if you go bump it or move it, <laughs> it's moving. It's, you know, it, I mean, literally, you could probably take it apart and do it again within a, a, an hour or so. It's uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it's messy. Um, I'm not sure what they recommend for cleanup. Um, I don't know if it's like acetone or... Uh, ac- acetone um, or vinegar. Denatured alcohol, maybe. Yeah. Vinegar works really well, too. Vinegar, vinegar works well. Would that mess up the... Would that mess with the tannins I, on the it, wood? You you run the risk of that. I, I, I use vinegar uh, when... I'm dealing with epoxy on something that's finished, something that has finish already on, already okay. on it, because then uh, it's it's not it. going to affect the finish. That's mm. I'm just saying okay. that's like a it's an option. 
vinegar as an option. It's right, not right, right. You should use, but acid acid right. is usually the kind of the go go to on wild okay. one, I would think. But I haven't because I wasn't sure. I, it, but it gets you know, it's I'm I'm not an epoxy guy. This is the first time I've ever used epoxy. I'm not even kidding. Like so, it is it, an epoxy. It's, it's a messy. Part? It's a two part. Yeah, it's, it's just one to one. I mean, it's, it's called one to one though. It, one to one, very and simple. And one to like one, a, scoop it's like it a out. Jelly, right? Yeah, it's, it's thick. It's 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 pretty thick. I, um, I want so, some meat poop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. It's cool, cool shit. I found a contact that my student got it for me as a gift. He works at a science. Uh, he's a an accountant at a science laboratory or something, and I guess they use this stuff hmm. all the time for certain things. I don't know what. Um, but yeah, he was he was like, oh yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, I'll give you some. I'm See, like, aren't you an accountant? That's what I love about Instagram. I mean, just look at all the information they just constantly learning and sharing and, and. Oh yeah, yeah, and and teaching and and just you being willing to share, it just it all comes back sure. around, man. It it, it 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 me and my wife talking this morning. Her friend came over, and um, her friend is the one that got me on Instagram. Uh-huh. Like her, and she comes like I remember, you know, whatever it was, five years, six years ago, we were sitting at the Blue Hole Park, and you know, Phil's like, "What you doing?" And she's on Instagram, and what is that? And she's like, "You should get Instagram." And and she literally like took took my phone, and we made an account, and and she's like, "Yeah, this is how it works." And you know, has some tags, you know, you want to think if about. Only you wanted to like, pick crazy. such a dumb name like Ramon Artful. <laughs> Yeah. So well, she, I had good advice. She's like, don't pick don't stupid pick names. Stupid. Don't, <laughs> don't put art for you. Be, be humble. I know that's hard yeah. for you, Phil. Doesn't come naturally to you, but just fake it for the grant. For the grant. <laughs> but it was, man, and it's it is ridiculous. Yes, it's a time sucker, but it has been fantastic and i've got to meet friends like you and hey we're doing this and, podcast and, and so many other things you know, it, yeah in it's, part it's it's yeah. ridiculous it's ridiculous but but yeah so today I, I can't wait to get some finish on that parker tree some start laying down some finish on that i think that's that's kind of going to be exciting uh, to see it yeah see it pop but i have to pre-finish stuff and then the little edge almost like the edge banding little you know um I guess, but yeah, edge banding, whatever it's called. But the little solid wood around edges that go on around the perimeter, yeah, they, that has to happen. And that's where this epoxy comes in. And this is going to make no sense and really bad podcast. <laughs> but everything has to line up perfectly with the outer frame. And because this is angling in at three degree, you could take each individual frame, and the frames are you know three inches apart, right? But you could take the frames and put those little outer perimeter pieces that are that that are stepped back from the edge because it, it it accommodates the legs that come up. Um, but man, if you get it off a sixty fourth, it's going to gap the bottom, you know. So it's everything has to line up perfectly. So my plan is, Epotech, man. I'll do splines, right? So I'll glue it in. I'll put it, get it close. I'll drop my actual frame over everything. You know, so this whole thing will be kind of put together, drop my frame, push and shrink wrap my frame, and that's going to move those divided, the, the, the edge banding exactly where they need to go. And then I can tape them on in position, and I can take the frame off if I want to. So it's basically just aligning everything because it's, 
Yeah, that's that. I don't know how else to do it. But anyhow, so if you put, if you, yeah, if you put finish. Uh, you get done. You had finish, finish <clears throat> on that stuff beforehand, and you use the yes. ecotech, and you had squeeze out. You that's when yep. vinegar. Just leave that's, it. Well, that's no vinegar. That's when vinegar okay. comes in because it doesn't it doesn't yeah. screw with your finish. It doesn't. Let's, let's get to know. I'll try that. You, I was just gonna leave it and pit it off, but. There'd be, I would like to just get it off of it straight yeah. away. And and this is, you know, you're talking about little freaking three thirty second splines on this thing. So I'm just, I'm not going to be like slavering that mm -hmm. thing up. I'm just going to really, yeah. with a little barbecue skew bamboo thing, just go in and just slightly spread that glue in there. You, and, and, but it'd be nice that it's pre-finished. Yeah. <laughs> and at least then you also have a, you, you have a bailout in case there is something. Yes. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. That, well, and I, I was trying to reach out to Tim, but I know Tim's busy. But that's that. That's why I, I waited a little bit because I was like, usually I'm not that way. I usually just jump in and, and just figure it out. But this time I was like, man, I have never used this stuff yeah. before. I, I want to find out some info. And and Leslie and 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 Alex uh, kind of helped me out, but both of them weren't real sure. They said they said they think acetone, but they well, weren't think, yeah. real sure about. I, that. I haven't. I so, have not ever used the EpoTech, but I mean epoxies you know west systems what have you epoxy that's what, that's, yeah, what yeah. that's what i've done when i've got you know it's like repairs on on like a chair i, I did i did right. one of those like a month or two ago and that was you know using using vinegar because i had to i had to glue it all up and i wanted to make sure that there was enough for it to purge out but it's all finished you know the it was a, it was right. a repair the chairs are already finished and it doesn't have like you know, I, I don't know what it had on it for finish, but I could do a little test underneath with mm -hmm. vinegar on the finish and go, that's not taking it off. You know, if nice. I use a little acetone, yep, that takes it right off. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to take the finish off. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, off, off yeah. finish, yeah. So that's so good then to you know. Use vinegar you know, to clean it up. I, I saw, I should go back and look. And I, Adrian, if no, if people are not following Adrian Ferrisuti, I don't know what you're doing with your life. I don't either. Um, <laughs> But he's got his his videos are fantastic. But he did a video a while back, and I, I could have sworn he was gluing up a chair, and then with the squeeze out, he I could be totally BSing this. I thought he just used the the oil, like he he dipped a toothbrush or whatever in the actual oil that he used to finish, and scrubbed and cleaned off. The, the access and it it also you know got mm. in there and made it look all pretty too and then wiped it down. Uh, I wonder about that. Maybe I should find I that. Yours is going to be finished with uh, yeah conversion. Okay. You you could I would yeah. test it, but you could probably also use um, denatured alcohol. Yeah, denatured be alcohol. Oh uh, yeah, it won't chance. hurt your varnish it, or it, lacquer. Not, not, not conversion varnish. Okay. But, mm -hmm. How about maybe I should just use acetone, huh? I would just no, use no. that straight. <laughs> I, battery, straight battery acid will probably works, cut that pretty yeah. good. Work, yeah. Works best. <laughs> make sure you get the whole yeah. thing. Works best if you take a rag and soak it and just leave it on there so you can make sure you get it. Get just it off let it good. sit. Yeah. Give it a bath <laughs> in acetone. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I'm hoping to get that guy done. I'm working on the gum, uh, some more gum boxes. Um, which I, I need to get it going. And then I, I really got to get going on the whiskey uh, cabinet. The, the clients, you know, he's been awesome. I, I just check in with people and they don't seem to be pushing me. But I, I actually got an order yesterday um, for 
you know that little cabinet, the the wall hanging cabinet that I'm going to be teaching and and doing an article for fine woodworking. Mm-hmm. So someone reached out and has ordered one, so that's okay. kind of cool. School are, which school are you teaching the, at? Then? Which one? Uh, Mark, Mark Adams. Okay. Yeah. Because you're yeah. doing your you're and, doing and your then, lounge chair down at what Florida school? In Florida. Florida, yeah, Florida, okay. yeah, and then the table at in uh, Seattle. Can't keep up with you, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't keep up. It's That's gonna, awesome. it's gonna be. You're gonna be oh, having yeah. me bitching a whole lot because it's gonna be. And then you're gonna be in uh, Atlanta this year too, right? <laughs> yeah, and then tool works, man. Leslie keeps trying to get me to go to handwork. Oh, I would love to go to that. I, yeah, man, I don't think I could I swing mean, it. God, it's, it's the weekend after Atlanta. Yeah, there's no way. I can go I'm to gonna, that. I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go to it. I've gone to the other one. Man, but it's close. You it's close. Suck. It's it's you know South Dakota is right next to Iowa. You know, right. so it, it's not it's not too bad for me to go over. I could just drive over. Hey, so, so to explain what that is, just because people are wondering what it is, real quick. I know we're coming to an end yeah. on this podcast, well, but um, yeah, the handworks. You know, it's just basically a a, a boutique maker. Um, fair i suppose it's free it's at the amana colonies in iowa which is oh maybe a half hour from cedar rapids iowa or i don't know if it's an hour or so to the the, um what to the east of des moines um but it's jameel um abraham abraham who has who has bench crafted you know he's he's in cedar rapids it's kind of kind of he it's kind of his well, it's his baby, I think, for the most part. Um, okay, it's, I don't know that. It's yeah. really cool. Um, it's just a, you know, it's a great place to see all these different folks that make hand tools. Um, you've got, you know, Lee Valley and Lee Nielsen therein. They kind of bookend um, kind of the, there's one big building that has a lot of stuff in it that has Lee Valley and Lee Nielsen. But then there's other buildings that have other people, you know, like, uh, well, Jason and Sarah Thigpen, I've always seen them there. That's um, cool. And then, you know, Matt Matt Bigford, who makes you know like the hand planes, and um, Conrad uh, Sawyer uh, is there. Um, Hotwood tools, tools, tools will be there this year. There'll be something new. That'll be really cool to see. Yeah. See those guys. You know, see, see Leslie with H and T Gore in there. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Ca- Caleb, yeah, Caleb will be there. Caleb James will be doing his stuff. Um, yeah, now you're just it, pissing me off. I know, man. I was like, God, it's everybody. It. It's everybody in the. I was trying to in the hand. I was trying to wake, swing it with my wife, man. But she was like, "You gotta be yeah. kidding, right?" It's like <laughs> it's everybody in the in the hand tool um, arena, arena. Yeah, and it's just it's it, it doesn't cost anything, and it's just a big open festival and everybody there is just super excited to be there and you get to see the different things that people make and um yeah, that's cool pete, pete galbert you know is has you know the ones that i've been to pete pete's been there um tim manny is there what's um oh i can't think of the the guy's name that does the that does the chair building his dad was was a big chair builder um he's continuing on oh. i can't man I'm, i don't know yeah. i don't have the list here in front of me uh but but right, man right, it's just right. fantastic it's a, lineup huh? oh it's just it's it's so much it's a lot of fun and you just go there and you know everybody just sees everybody's stuff and you just 
you know, it's a, it's a great place to, to meet folks too, you know, get a chance mm-hmm. to say hello and um, people that you see on, on Instagram or, or work, work yeah, that right. you know, for sure, <clears throat> the Lost Art Press, that's, a, I mean, I, I think he, he's in with, I don't know what the situation is as far as like Jamil. I know, you know, Chris Schwartz and Jamil, they do, a, a, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to say, say uh, how everything works. I, I just, I enjoy going. So those guys certainly going. have done a lot for the Rubo bench, right? Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Thing exploded. Yeah. I'll get, you know, because Frank, of those think, guys. Yeah. Straza will be there. Oh, um, man. Mark, who, who does Plate 11 um, workbenches, oh, yeah. will be there. I mean, it's like, it's a, it's the thing and it hasn't happened for like it's two it's the who's it hasn't who's. happened for like yes. two years so is um, it I think people every, would be really is it uh, biannual uh, or did they just miss a year or uh they, I mean they has it always it. been every two years no I'm not sure how it uh, how exactly the structure has been I don't know hmm. what the situation was I don't know if it's because they were building something I don't know I don't know why I don't know why they didn't it uh, might be just it was just a, it's a lot of work to do yeah. um so uh, might not have just worked and they they changed it it used to be in the it was always in the spring but man the weather was always so iffy so i think this would be a good move having it be in the in the like the first weekend it's i think it's over memorial day right which is i think so in the Uh, fall right i think so labor day labor day i Mm -hmm. always get those two confused anyway i'm I'm hoping that it's going to be wonderful weather and and a great time so yeah if you're there you know well, be thinking of us. Yeah, no, I will. I will. <laughs> He'll be there. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be thinking of you. Crying. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. Anyway. But um, I suppose we're over on time. We might as well yep. get things wrapped up. So Ramon, you want to lead us out? Yeah, you bet. Thanks a lot, guys, and thank you, tons, everybody, for tuning in to another show that we call Woodworkers Podcast. We always appreciate it. <laughs> questions about this show or previous episodes you can shoot us an email and that's info at woodworkerspodcast.com and of course you can also reach us on instagram ben brunick is chalkstone woodworking phil is philip morley furniture and his website philipmorleyfurniture.com i'm ramon valdez on instagram at ramon artful and my website is ramon valdez fine furniture and so once again On behalf of Ben and Phil, I'm still Ramon, and we'll see you right here on the next episode of Woodworkers Podcast. Thanks, Ton. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Thanks. Right on. See ya. Cheerio.